You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G, the podcast that burns when put in direct sunlight. I'm your host, Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Uh, the, the ghoul Mike buddy, talking <laughs> horror again right now. <laughs> the Crypt Keeper! When, when, it, when it comes to actual horror, I feel the need to say that, you know? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so this week, we're going to be talking about Dracula. Uh, technically, Draculas, but we're not doing mm. that because we're calling all vampires Draculas. Uh, it's mm. because we're actually going to be looking at the various people who have played Dracula or some of the good ones, uh, and decide mm. who we think is probably the best. Now, there are more productions of goddamn fucking Dracula than we could ever possibly cover in this podcast. <laughs> it's very daunting to look at this list right Yeah, here. no, hundreds upon hundreds of versions yeah. of Dracula with more coming out every year. Oh, we had two versions of Dracula from Universal Pictures this yeah. year. So, yeah, like, yeah. we're not going to be able to get through all of it, but we are going to talk about some of the more famous ones uh sure. some of the some of the more abominable ones that were just terrible and try and like just analyze this um mm-hmm. and so that means that if we're going to talk about dracula we technically need to go back to a character that isn't dracula but is but isn't but is uh mm-hmm. and that would be the nosferatu count mm-hmm. orlock with klaus kinski yeah i i think a really good original incantation of mm-hmm. of uh, dracula brought to the screen creepy yes. um yes. I, I mean the, the teeth are not like what we know as dracula kind of being you know looking like today but i mean just very just just ghoulish and gross yeah it's it it's a very interesting take on how the vampire is supposed to look very much looking like it comes out of like folklore uh, yeah, different yeah. from the suave opera coat wearing Dracula that we knew from Universal Pictures, which clearly they did in part to try and stand apart from this movie that came out nine years earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not an easy movie to watch at this point if you're not a fan of really old cinema, because it is a silent movie with the talkie yeah. cards and everything in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have to really want to watch this movie to watch mm-hmm. this movie. It's it's rewarding in itself because it is it's 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 a breezy film it's what like an hour or so it's not that long um yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the performance of the lead dracula is great like kinski is amazing in the role he they just and there's some fun techniques there in filming like the way that he dies in the sunlight at the end and they just kind of crossfade him out i love that mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but i can't recommend this one for anyone it's a great dracula it's a hard movie to watch you really, like you said, got to be into like just mm-hmm. the the real bones of like you know cinema to get through something like this, and yeah. that's fine if that's your thing. And it, it's a good movie for mm-hmm. for what it is. And there's really some iconic shots that you would know mm-hmm. if you see some like really old shots of like you know this movie. Like, oh yeah, I know what that scene looks like. So it's out there and it's in media even to this day. Yep. But it is a bit of a, uh, a a difficult watch if you're trying to sit through it. Mm-hmm. Yep, it really is. It absolutely is. It is amusing that they reference it in uh, Interview with the Vampire, the TV show that just came out, which, by the way, not a Dracula film, but it's a really good TV show. You should watch it. Very gay. Oh, mm. So gay. So so <laughs> fantastically gay, and I don't hold that against it. I think that's actually great because the books mm-hmm. were pretty gay, at least in the subtext and then eventually in the text. Um, right. Great TV show. First season is out. Eight episodes gets to the midpoint of the book. The next season's going to finish it. Hard recommend. Love vampires. Um, <laughs> but they 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 actually make fun of it because the three vampires on the show watch this in the theater and they're just laughing so hard at it because you know different kind of vampire. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that does lead us to the Universal movies, of which the iconic one is Bela Lugosi. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and like. 
I know people love this one. I know I know people love Bela Lugosi's Dracula. I am not one of those fans. <laughs> it's um classic, I guess is what I'd say. It is. It is. The what I always say, and I'm going to say it now, but what I always say is I appreciate what they were trying to do and I appreciate how much Bela is in the role. He is iconic as that Dracula. He is far better than the Dracula they hired for the um, Spanish language version that was filmed at the same time on the same sets with the same costuming uh, that stars Carlos. And I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this. I'm sorry. Carlos Villarias. Villarias. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the double L is fucking with my brain, even though I know how it's supposed to be pronounced. Um, (laughs) So yeah, that movie is so much better than the English language version. The English language version is filmed like they're doing like static shots on a stage play. And Mm -hmm. the Spanish language version, if you haven't seen it, is cinematic. They move the camera. They do flowing shots. Uh, Most of the actors are phenomenal. Villaras is a creepy uncle. He's not great in that role. It's he's Mm -hmm. like, I, I don't think he's got bad presence, but the way they do shots and the face he makes when he's being Dracula, uh, it's creepy uncle vibes. It's not great. Um, that movie is fant- phenomenal, but Bela Lugosi definitely has the look that people expect. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of like that standard of when you picture a Dracula, like that's what your mind goes to. Mm-hmm. If you kind of, if you kind of like know that is like classic Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, I could see you go into other areas of like, you know, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, maybe in the vision you have, but Bela for me also is what I see when I see Dracula. Maybe not this movie, but this face. Yeah, he 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 owned it for what it was. Um, mm-hmm. they, they kept bringing him back in other things for other performances and then he was hired to play vampires and other things and he's good he's Mm. good he never he could never escape the role but he's good for what it is but the movie around him fails him but of (laughs) the universal ones he's still the best of them because they they hired other people to play the role lon cheney jr who just looks goofy as dracula and son of dracula and Mm. um god who was it john carradine as dracula and house of dracula like the other guys could not hold a candle to what Bela was able to do for those those movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, have you seen the Hammer Moments at all? I have not. Educate me a little Christopher bit. Christopher Lee? Christopher mm. Lee is Dracula? You haven't seen? Come on. I, no, I don't think so. Oh, my God. You, you, sir, are missing out. There are seven okay. movies in that series. Two of them are really good. Um, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Break it down for me. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna, in fairness, the Dracula from 1958, which in, in America is tends to be called Horror of Dracula, that mm. uh, that one comes is that name comes from the fact that the actual 1931 Dracula was still often playing in theaters, and they wanted to differentiate it. Mm. Christopher Lee is a presence in that film. He doesn't say a lot past the first like 15 minutes, uh, and he like whenever he appears after that, he's got like that vampire face with the red contacts that they put in to make his eyes look bloodshot but the oh. dude was like six four and like you've seen him in other things he has yeah. presence okay He's, i i have seen one or two of these i'm looking him yes. up to see what he looked like yes. i have yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he is he is the shape before halloween made the shape okay mm-hmm. yeah no so horror of dracula or as it's more commonly should be called dracula um <laughs> and is there uh dracula has risen from the grave uh, that one has perhaps one of my favorite posters ever. It's like the back of a woman, and you see like her neck and some blood leaking down, and it says mm-hmm. Dracula has risen from the grave. Obviously, like it's just <laughs> such a good poster. It's so dumb, but I love it. And then um, mm-hmm. 
The follow-up, Taste the Blood of Dracula, that was also pretty good. And they kind of peter out again after that. So, mm-hmm. eh. yeah. Okay. But, okay. but Christopher Lee is fantastic. You, you, you can't not enjoy Christopher Lee. Mm-hmm. So, what is a Dracula you like? Uh, so, um, I mean, if we're talking Dracula as I like, let's talk about uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula with uh, Gary Oldman. Let's talk about Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so that is the movie I love to say is a great film if you turn the volume off. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Like, oh my God. I, I, I'm a big Gary Oldman fan. So I like this movie, but it's, <laughs> it has moments. It, oh my God. There's, there's a lot that doesn't work for me in this film. And some of them are just the performances from Winona Ryder and uh, Keanu Reeves. I, yeah, he Keanu. was miscast. Yeah, yeah. He's great, but yeah. he was miscast. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you turn the volume off and you just watch the movie, the production values are amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So like like just that opening shot where they composite uh, like a miniature of a train with like him riding in the train and then like the book opening up in front and all of that is practical effects like filmed in such a way that they're filming that filming three times on the same frames so that it all just naturally composites without having to do weird CGI or editing. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. brilliant. The, the work that went into that is phenomenal. The movie is a piece of shit. But... <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I know you like it. T- t- tell me why you like it. Uh, defend the movie because I'm never going to. I mean, it, I just feel like Gary Oldman really, I think, just tried in this movie. And he brings a lot to every role he does. And maybe this is more me just being a Gary Oldman simp than that's anything fair. else. And, He's and a great maybe actor. that's what it is. Yeah. He's a great actor. He does so many films that I love. I love the fifth element with him in it. He's so good. I love the professional Leon with him in it. It is so good. But maybe this is me just loving Gary Oldman. I mean, he was the, he was in the most recent Batman trilogy too. He was Gordon. He's so good. But that's again, maybe I'm just Gary Oldman simping. <laughs> You're simping, but it's, I'm gonna let yeah. you simp. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, hopefully, we can agree on this one that Dracula 2000 is a terrible movie. It's bad. Man. It's so bad. It is yeah. so bad. And Gerard Butler in there as Judas, who's Dracula. Yeah. Oh my God! Like. They, they came out with that at near the end of the movie, and I'm like, my brain is just not in it anymore at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I, they, 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 I guess they just took Johnny Lee Miller of fame from, you know, Hackers and yep. also um, uh, Elementary. Elementary, also a great show. Um, <laughs> and then just, like, threw him in there like, hey, you're a great actor. Let's throw you in here and try to see what you can do with Gerard Butler, also a great actor. And, I mean, ugh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so bad. So, so bad. That was pre- 300 Gerard Butler, and he didn't yes. have his presence. But, yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Dracula 2000 is terrible. Dracula mm. 2 Ascension, which is technically a sequel to it, is actually for a l- really low-budget uh, Dimension Films direct-to-video movie. Actually a lot of fun. Really? Yeah, I, I, I like it. So they recast everyone. that Like, mm. anyone who could carry over from the first movie is recast, which is basically Dracula, because he mm. always comes back. Right, right. And so, like, these two morgue attendants get the burned body of Dracula from the first movie. 
Um, and they realize he's a vampire and they decide that they're going to like try and bring him back so they can learn the secret of immortality from his blood. But to do that, they have to revive him. Um, mm -hmm. And then they're like, okay, he's a vampire. I think I know how to do this. So they use all the vampire folklore against him to try and keep him trapped. They throw this net over him that's like all tiny little knots. So, you know, vampires have to untie knots. Um, mm -hmm. And they spread like sunflower seeds all around in front of them. thousands of them. Like he'll have to like bend down and count them one by one. He's never going to escape. And mm -hmm. so spoiler, this is a movie from 2003. If you haven't watched it, you're probably never going to, but mm -hmm. near the end, um, he like the entire time through the movie, he's just like slowly fiddling with the knots, just fingering a couple threads. And you're like, what is he doing? And so he reveals himself and he's like, I can escape at any time. So he pulls one string and the entire net falls off of him. Um, and they're like, how many, you have to count the seeds. He's like 3,240. Just looking them dead in the eye. And they're like, oh my God. So they throw a bag of seeds at him in the air and he counts them in mid air. And you're like, you guys are fucked. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm, I feel like I want to watch this now. Yeah. It's it's a really terrible low budget movie, but for what it is, it's fun. Mm -hmm. And that Dracula is so good. And then they fuck it up in the third one and recast again to Rutger Hauer, who is Rutger Hauer. I mean, he's great, but he's not great as yeah. Dracula. So yeah. 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 No, but I like the second one. And I was so deeply disturbed that I liked the sequel to Dracula 2000. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You know, we all oh, have our vices. My God. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Back to a good one. I'm sure you haven't seen it. It seems like I've seen way more classic horror than you have. Have yeah, you seen yeah. the 1979 Dracula starring Frank Langella? Uh, perhaps. I'm looking at it now. I know, you know, Donald Pleasance. I don't think I've seen this one, though. This one's great. This one is mm -hmm. really great, and I, I highly recommend everyone watch it. I think I've recommended on the Halloween movie marathon before that I write for the website every once mm -hmm. in a while. Um, this one is both a good universal adaptation. They were their first remake of their 1931 film. Um, and it has Frank Langell in it, who's both scary and has presence. And there's a bit of sexiness to it. Like, it works on many levels, and it gives you all the Dracula you want. I love the hair. I mean, I'm, I'm drawn <laughs> to the hair right now. Frank Langell, I, I feel you, sir. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you. Um, mm. <laughs> no, it's great. I mean, Frank Langella has become something of a pariah in Hollywood lately. He has very bad views on sex and touching in films. He's a dirty old man now. Let's just be blunt about yeah, it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm not sure he was like this at the time, but he does act like this is how he's just supposed to always be allowed to act. So mm -hmm. that puts a bit of a taint on his performance here. But in general, this is a pretty solid adaptation I do recommend. Okay. So, All right. Give me another one, sir. It's voice acting, but do we throw Adam Sandler on this list? I mean, he oh got God. several movies. Hotel Transylvania. I can't get into these. I'm gonna... <laughs> you have found a series I wasn't able to watch. Congratulations, <laughs> sir. I like the first one. The second one, third one, I've seen them because my family likes Halloween and we throw these, you know, uh, Freeform or ABC Family will always be for me. I'm sorry. Uh, on the TV all of October and this is playing all the time. So I've seen these. I, I like Adam Sandler. I think he does a fine job as a kid's Dracula. I'll just say that. <laughs> um, and I do want to hear your thoughts because we'd mentioned this briefly before we started recording this. How about Leslie Nielsen as Dracula? <laughs> I mean, they, they, I mean, it's one of the better adaptations of Dracula comedy, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's so not good. I watched it recently. It's bad. There's a fun sequence 
where he and is it Mina in that one? It's they always switch the names back and forth between Mina and Lucy, so it's hard to remember which which one the main girl is from Dracula to Dracula. But right, right. Let, let's just go with Mina. He and Mina are at a ball and they do a dance and like they do it in front of this giant mirror that he doesn't notice. So the entire audience just sees her, but not him. (laughs) That's a funny sequence. Um, (laughs) There are moments like when Carrie Elway's uh, as the, the rich, the rich Lord has to like stab Lucy in the chest. Um, And the, the, the amount of blood that comes spraying out. And then Von Helsing (laughs) played by Mel Brooks is like, you need to do it again. He's like, really? Really? <laughs> uh, but, but let's let's just call it like it is. This is a fun Mel Brooks movie. Um, it has its and, moments. And that's a, it has its moments. It has its moments. Uh, and Leslie Nielsen, though, not not your best Dracula. He tries. He's he's got kind of the look, you know, with the the gray hair, and he, he was you know very suave. You know, Frank Dremen coming fresh off of uh, you know the. The, the loaded gun movies or whatever naked, like, naked gun naked gun thank you thank you naked gun so like i mean it, it's fine if you're a fan of his but i mean it, it's it's a cute movie i guess i'd say it's it's fine it, it doesn't it didn't do anything for me at the time it was i watched it again recently and i'm like wow most of this is really bad but there are legitimately funny moments but yeah it's no young frankenstein Frankenstein. No. It yeah. is. It is. It is just. It. It is not up there with high anxiety or young Frankenstein or any of those yeah. for like. I've, even Robin Hood Men in Tights is a better mm. movie than this one. You know, on YouTube there is this clip of the the bow staff fight that like they they do, <laughs> and as mm-hmm. much as most of that movie is really bad, um, I can't help but every time it shows up on YouTube watching that sequence because it's <laughs> hilarious. Oh, it's so good! Like there's just so many things that like you know Mel Brooks does in his movies. We should do mm-hmm. a podcast on him too because that was sure. that was great. They're great. Um, but I mean, this this wasn't his best movie. But mm-hmm. it, it's the Mel. It's the you know what you're getting when you sign up for Mel Brooks. It's just this was on the weaker spectrum of movies he's done. It was. I mean, but there. That's the thing. There are so many bad Dracula movies out there. Like yeah. on, on the spectrum of Mel Brooks, this is one of his worst. On the yeah. spectrum of Dracula movies, it's actually not bad in comparison. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, as far as being terrible is concerned, it's no Dracula 3000, for example, which is... Oh, boy. Have you seen that? I, I've, I've seen parts of it <laughs> when it was on, like, sci-fi, and I just uh-huh. couldn't. I just uh-huh. no, couldn't. It's, like, yeah. It's, no, like, and I love bad sci-fi movies, but Casper Van Dien couldn't even save this no. for me. I'm Dracula sorry. Dracula in space. Well, and here's the thing. Okay, I don't want to sound crass. But I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna say something that sounds a little crass, but it also mm. kind of shows a weirdness to this movie. Mm. Erica Aleniak is in this movie, and she is a porn star. Mm-hmm. And you put her in a movie, and you hire her to act because she doesn't once get naked in the movie. Your priorities are a little whack there, guys. Like, yeah, I get you wanted to, you didn't hire her for her tits. That is fine. <laughs> I mean, it's not under siege. Not everyone's hiring her for her tits. That's fine. Right, right, right. Um, right. Which, which is the primary thing she did in Under Siege, That's which is a terrible movie. Um, so, but it's like, if you're going to hire someone to actually act, don't hire a porn star. Like, yeah, she's yeah. so bad in this movie. <laughs> it, it, it's almost like she was getting, like, a favor thrown to her from somebody yeah. she knew at the studio. I like, hey, I can, I can also do this. And they're like, sure. And it, this is, I mean, it's got Coolio in it. And Coolio's done some bad sci-fi this horror movies if you didn't know and this is one of this is even bad like he did a movie about dinosaurs that i can watch or whatever <laughs> this, this this one i couldn't even get through like oh, the, the, 
the poster of it is kind of creepy the way Dracula yeah. looks, but yeah. this is like a shitty yeah. movie. It's a shitty movie. Um, we could go over a ton of these. Again, there's hundreds. We're not going to go through all of these, but I do right. want to touch off in finally for a high note. And I don't mm. know if you've seen this one either. Blackula. Mm, I got to look at it, but I don't think so. Well, you would know it. His mm. bite was out of sight. I love nope. that. I, I love that. You need to go see Blackula. It is. Mm. So it starts with Prince Mamawaldi going to Dracula to negotiate some sort of trade deal between his African kingdom and Romania. It's a dumb setup. Um, but Dracula <laughs> basically is a racist douche. Uh, who captures him, imprisons him with his after turning him into a vampire with his wife, and then basically leaves him there to feed on his wife, and then sit entombed for two hundred years, and then he escapes and gets out into America in the nineteen seventies, and basically has a Dracula story just in the nineteen seventies, and he's black, and it's awesome. This movie is awesome. <laughs> I, I love some of these, like you know, like uh, like African American black humor mm -hmm. movies, like like Pootie mm -hmm. Tang and and. Mm -hmm. um, uh undercover brother like this feels like looking at it that's in a lot of that same vein so i'm, I'm gonna check this one out this looks funny undercover brother is a great movie i'm not gonna debate that that's, that's oh, a I great parody of black exploitation this is just a good black exploitation movie the sequel scream blackula scream wasn't great some mm. of the other ones that cropped up in that era to try and do the black horror weren't good uh, blackenstein is unwatchable um, but some of them are just fun for their names. Blackenstein's a great name. Dr. White and Mr. Black, which is Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I feel like they kind of missed out on that one because there was a Hammer movie called, um, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde. And if they'd done Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde, that would have been the perfect black exploitation name. I'm just saying, you know? That sounds good. Yeah, I see, like that. Yeah, yeah, see, but no, there's some there's some good movies from this one, but Blackula is definitely cream of the crop for black exploitation, And it's also just a great... Dracula adaptation without actually having the Dracula name for most of it. It's mm. it's tops on my list. Nice. I'm I'm definitely gonna look into this one. I, I like this kind of humor, mm -hmm. and you know, if it's a good movie at the same time, all it's the better. It's a good movie. It's just a good movie. It's not even funny in that. Well, okay, it it probably has funny now because some of it is very 1970s, you know. Right. Right. So, right. but no, I I appreciate it just for the sake of it. it. It's camp, but it's only camp because it's you know the 1970s and it's 50 years. Wow, it's 50 years old. Damn. Yeah, yep, yep. I, I pause every time I think, like, you know, I feel like 2003 was still five years ago, so. <laughs> yeah, there was, I was watching um, Time Cop uh, for the website. Oh, I yeah. love Van Damme. <laughs> oh, it's, it's such a bad movie, but it's such a gloriously good bad movie. But they're, like, they're coming in from the future with these really dumb fucking looking cars. And, like, the guy is, like, I'm going to, like, you know, this movie came out in the 90s. And he's, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reuse this paper from the future to do stock market things in the 1930s. And it's... <laughs> A USA Today from 2004, and I'm like, I'm feeling hideously ancient now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So good. Anyway, mm -hmm. any other ones that you want to touch upon? I mean, there there are some I guess you can throw on if you want sure. to give a quick like they, like uh, Dominic Purcell from Blade Trinity. I mean, Blade Trinity, like we talked about earlier at some point. I mean, even Ryan Reynolds couldn't mm -hmm. save this movie, mm -hmm. and him as Dracula. I didn't even know he was supposed to be Dracula until they started calling him that. I just thought he was some really. I Dude, always find like it weird. old vampire. So this is this is this is, this is a rant we can end on, but mm -hmm. this I always find it weird when people are like, "We're going to use the name Dracula, but yeah. we're going to make it a character that's been alive for thousands of years." And I'm sitting there going, "Okay, but but you guys know that that was a real dude, right? Yeah. Like yeah. like when they say." Uh, 
Dracula was Judas Iscariot in Dracula 2000, um, and he knew Jesus, and then he became Dracula. I'm sitting there going, okay, so you've tied it to a guy that you want to say is real, Jesus. I'm not. We're not going to get into a philosophical debate about that. You're accepting mm-hmm. Jesus is real, mm-hmm. but then you're saying that Dracula isn't Dracula, that this other guy is Dracula. I'm lost. Like, <laughs> I, it's confusing. Yeah. So it's like I have that problem with the Castlevania series, and they're like, this other guy became Dracula after one of their first prequels things. And I'm like, but... But he's a real. The reason he's named Dracula is because he's son of the dragon, Vlad mm. Dracul. Like, guys, you can't just apply the name Dracula to anyone. There's a reason for it. Yeah, this I is mean, a rant I have it, every time. Yeah, it, they're they're tacking a name onto something just to tack a name onto it at that yeah. point. Yeah, they've lost the historical thing. But it's like if you're gonna name it after a guy, you can't name it after this other guy, too. You yeah. want to use the name? I get you want to use the name. Actually use proper history, guys. I mean, sometimes I feel like, you know, movie studios and writers just try to insult the intelligence of some people and not even Most think people that probably they... don't know. Yeah. And that, but that's the thing. The people that do know can call it out. And, you know, yep. it's, it's just, it's, it's lazy in a way. There are few things that I am knowledgeable enough about that I can go off on a really good rant. It's basically graphic design and Dracula. But I'm going <laughs> to hold firm to Dracula on this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, 100%. <laughs> Uh, with that, this has been Not So Live from Asteroid G, slinking back into its coffin for another week. I'm your host, Mike Finkelstein. And I will see you guys later, my pretties. <laughs>